Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Make Money Behave podcast. I'm your highly imperfect hostess, Maria Casillas, and I am honored that you have decided to tune into today's episode, episode number 52, I believe. And I'm a little um, a little off today because I have not sat down and recorded an episode since July 11th. Now, for those of you who don't know when the recording of this is, it is uh, August 27th, so it's been well over six and a half, maybe seven and a half weeks since my last episode. If you have listened to, I believe it was episode 50, I explained to you that I had just found out that we are expecting another child, and so first trimester hit really, really hard after I made that announcement, and quite frankly, I just was not able to uh, muster up the gumption or the the energy or really the insight to jump on here and have a conversation with you. So I avoided it. And I want to just take a minute right now to let you know that I so, so appreciate those of you who have continued to download and listen and be inspired by all of my past episodes during the time that I was not continuing to show up for you. So know that I apologize for that. And I'm just, again, I'm just really, really grateful for those of you who have continued to do that. We have uh, gotten into, I believe, about 13 or 14 countries already. And um, the number of downloads just continue to increase. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. And thank you for rating this on iTunes, even in my absence. Now today, I want to just jump right into a pretty quick topic and let you know, you know, the Lord kind of works in mysterious ways because every once in a while, I don't know if you realize this or not, but I have like this little notebook that every once in a while, if something comes to me, I said, oh, you know, I would I think that would be a really great topic for my listeners. And so I'll just kind of jot that down and I keep a list. And so that way, if something's not happening for me that particular day that I'm recording, then I can kind of go to the list and see what inspired me throughout, you know, that last week or whatever. Well, I made this list back in June. And one of the things that I wrote on this list is... Overwhelm leads to complete inaction. Can I just say right now that that has not been more true in my life than it has been for the past six and a half weeks? Now, when I wrote that, I had not experienced the last six and a half weeks. I just knew that behaviorally, when we get into an overwhelmed state, we tend to pull back and not act. And I knew that that would be a really great topic for you, my listeners, when it comes to money. Because if this is your first time tuning in, you might not know this yet. But I don't talk about all the things that, uh, you know, the do's and don'ts with money. I mean, we do touch on some of that. But I like to talk about the reason that we do certain things. What goes on in our minds? What emotions are driving our behavior? And why is that leading to certain types of spending habits? So one of the things that I like to just kind of keep an eye on is what are my emotions doing and what are the emotions of my clients doing when we make certain decisions? So I must have made a note about that months ago. And today when I was thinking, what is a really appropriate topic to kind of jump back in after being so absent for the last six and a half weeks and quite honestly feeling really really rusty at this and I opened my notebook and I started reading through the few topics that I had written down 
And that one jumped out at me. Overwhelm leads to complete inaction. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I had a completely legitimate reason for not being able to show up for a couple weeks. I had to put myself first. I have a really sketchy OB history, and so I need to be aware of what my body's telling me, and I have to just be able to take it easy sometimes. But if I'm being 100% honest with you, I can tell you that that lasted for about four weeks, and the last two and a half weeks, it's all been in my head. I had gotten into this pattern of inaction for four weeks, and to pull out of that was so, so difficult. In fact, turning the microphone on today was one of the most difficult things that I've done in a really long time. And it's not because I don't know how to turn on the microphone. It's not because I don't enjoy doing what I'm doing. It's because once you stop something, it is like starting all over to get that that momentum going again. And this is so true when it comes to anything that we try to change in our behaviors. So let's talk about money for a second. That's probably why you tuned in anyway, right? So if you, for example, say in January, you start saying, I'm going to, I'm going to sit down every month and I'm going to plan where I'm going to spend my money. I'm going to have an idea about that. I'm not going to let someone tell me where it needs to go. I'm going to make that decision for myself, but I'm going to be intentional with those decisions. And in January, you do a really great job. February, a great job. March starts to look a little sketchy. April, something happens in life and you kind of pull back. May, you just, something happens, you know, again and you're like, nah. June comes along and you start to justify why you don't need to do it anymore. And July comes and you're right where I was over the last two weeks. You just decide it's too hard. It's too hard to get back up. It's too difficult to get running again. So there are two things that I'd like to explore just a little bit. I have no notes and I don't have anything super insightful prepared. I just am speaking from the mind right now. And like I said, it's been six weeks, so it's probably going to be a little bit scattered. But the two things that I want to kind of address are one, I hope that the very fact that you hear me picking up this microphone and doing this imperfectly today will give you permission to get back on the bike. Whatever it is that you have put down over the last few weeks, whatever goal you had set, whatever sort of uh, action you had been into very consistently and all of a sudden something happened and it pulled you back from that, I want you to hear me jump on here imperfectly today and decide that you also have the ability to do just that. You can get back on the bike too. The second thing I want to just kind of explore is overwhelm. If overwhelm leads to complete inaction, and we're trying to avoid the inaction, then how do we fix the overwhelm? Well, I know for me, it was it was something that happened that was unavoidable, and then it turned into something that was completely avoidable because it ended up being all in my head. That six inches between your two ears is probably the biggest enemy that you're having to combat right now. When we're deciding how to get rid of overwhelm, we're going to have to decide what are the things that are most important to us. Part of the reason I was getting so stuck in that spot of being overwhelmed was because I wasn't thinking about just doing a podcast. 
I was thinking about all the other things that I had been avoiding for the last four and a half weeks. I was thinking about how I hadn't, you know, been engaging with my Facebook group the way I normally would like to, how I haven't been doing Facebook Lives the way I should be doing so that I can connect with my audience over there. I was thinking of all of these things that I, quote, should be doing, and I wasn't. And so instead of just picking one of those things and deciding I'm going to do it and do it well, I allowed myself to say, I can't do it all, and so I'm going to do none. Last week, I decided to pick one thing and to do it. That one thing was picking this microphone back up and connecting with you. Because so many of you reached out to me over the last six weeks to say, hey, I noticed you haven't put anything out in a few weeks. Is everything okay? I've missed hearing some of the stuff you have to say. That meant the world to me because I don't do this for my own benefit. I do this because I feel called to do this because I know that there's somebody out there who needs to hear the message that I have and me not playing big is taken away from the people who need to hear this. And what about you? The thing that you've stopped, who is that hurting? Is it just hurting yourself or do you have an audience too? Perhaps it's not listeners to a podcast, but perhaps it's your family, your kiddos. They're watching you. They're seeing the things that you said you were going to do, and now you're pulling back. And they're watching that, and they have their own interpretation. If you stop doing what you said you were going to do, they start to think it's impossible. Who's your audience? Who, who's watching? Who's going to be negatively affected if you don't get back on the horse? And what do you need in order to get back on the horse? Do you need a swift kick in the pants? <laughs> I know I did. I had to actually just go to some friends and say to them, look, this is where I'm at and this is where my head is and I, I've i been avoiding people. I've been avoiding my coaches. I've been avoiding my friends who I know would hold me accountable because quite frankly, I wasn't, a, I wasn't in a position to wanna be held accountable. But once I took some time to reflect on what I really wanted to do and who I really wanted to to connect with and impact, I knew that I had to be accountable. I had to reach out to other individuals. And I'm so glad that I did because I really think that today was probably, like I said earlier, one of the most difficult first steps. And after I do today, then tomorrow will be a little bit easier. And then the next day will be a little bit easier. And I will continue to put one foot in front of the other. And you can do the same thing. We can do this together. If you need that swift kick in the pants or you need somebody to hold you accountable, I'm happy to do that for you, but it doesn't have to be me. It could be a trusted friend, maybe another coach that you already work with. It doesn't matter, but do reach out. If you are in a position where you feel completely overwhelmed, and that's, it's like right now, this is the time of year for that. You know, kids are going back to school and we're kind of in a financial crazy time and we're, we're looking forward to the whole holiday season coming up. And it's just one of those times when, you know, it's almost like a second new year. So if you're ready to get back into the swing of things, reach out to somebody, let them know, and maybe they can hold you accountable. I do have a couple of spots available for individual coaching. So if that's something that you're interested in, just seeing if we're a good fit, send me a quick email, maria at cashinonchange.com. Again, that's maria at cashinonchange.com. Put coaching in the subject line and I will get right back to you with a quick questionnaire so that you can see whether or not we'd be a good fit.
You guys, I really appreciate you hopping on today and allowing me to just share with you the, the raw behind the scenes stuff that's been going on. You guys, if I can figure out how to make my money behave, you can too. Trust me. I look forward to reconnecting with you over the next several weeks. And if you haven't yet gone to iTunes and left a rating, I would so appreciate if you did that. It allows other people to find the podcast more quickly. And quite frankly, it helps me know what's resonating with you. So I would love to have any of your comments and ratings left there. iTunes or really anywhere that you're listening to the podcast, you can rate it anywhere, I believe. So anyway, thank you for that. As always, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.